Hello everyone, my name is Paul. And I'm Jamie. This week we have a special edition of Criminally Disturbed for you. So buckle up. And grab your oh shit handles. Because this is Criminally Disturbed True Crime Short Stories. No, your ears are not deceiving you. This is criminally disturbed, but with a twist of lime. I like lime. You do like lime. I like lemon. I like lime and Corona. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. Corona's not good without the lime. Yeah, I have to, <laughs> I have to agree with that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I figured that we could probably do something a little bit different and do something with a... A little bit of a twist to it. I put together for you. Good listeners. And my beautiful wife. A group of short stories that deal with true crime. That's the best kind of short story. However, the twist of Lime is these are idiots. I love a good idiot. So what I did is I actually found a group of short stories that really are just about bunch of fucking idiots this should be great we've been talking a lot about stories that deal with a lot of murder and they deal with a lot of sexual assault physical assault and things and and even you know against women against men against children and and that just gets a little serious and you and i have both said it that sometimes we just kind of have to take a step back and we have to recollect ourselves. And uh, sometimes we try in our, in our stories, we try to get the funny out of things or we try to make light of things uh, just to try to not be so serious all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I just found some things that could just take us all the way back to our funny side. Okay. So uh, I have just a couple of sources on this. The website, The Rolling Stone. I'm sure you've heard of it. Like the magazine? It's it's a little, it was based on a little magazine called the Rolling Stone. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, And also the group. Yeah. And then another little publication called the New York Post. Just just a little one. You may not have ever heard of that one. Yeah, that's that's a little tiny. Isn't that where Amber Heard wrote her op-ed? That was the Washington Post. Oh, shit. Sorry. And then uh, this... This little website, it took me a while to find it, but I finally found it. This little bitty website called newspapers.com. That's so, my fave. That's my three sources for this stuff. So, we'll just jump right into this, see how this kind of yeah, tickles your fancy. I got these arranged in a specific order. Okay. So, we're going to start with a, a young man by the name of Justin. He uh, was around this time. He was 29 years old. This was not very long ago, just a few, four or five years ago. He was on the run from the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the area of Scranton, Pennsylvania. There was a warrant out for his arrest, and it was for aggravated assault and harassment charges stemming from an incident. Uh, apparently, he was maybe stalking someone. I don't, oh. I don't know. I didn't read into that because that's not the funny of the story. So when officers showed up to search his girlfriend's house, Justin hid in a crawl space 
between the first and the second floor Mm -hmm. of this house. Now, his girlfriend actually, uh, when the cops showed up, his girlfriend told the police, you know, he's not here. I hadn't seen him in a while or whatever, but they wanted to search anyway. So they came in, they searched the house and everything, and there were some kids playing near the kitchen or something like that, and they started walking to that area. And lo and behold, Justin falls through the ceiling right in front of the police, and uh, they got him. So kind of like, here I am. Yeah, he crashed through the ceiling. He landed in the kitchen right in front of the cops. Worst is they had to tack on a charge of endangering children because he landed near where the children were. I can see were. that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and what kind of examples is setting for the children? Yeah, I know, right? Like, hide when the police come. Right. So, to back up this story, I actually did find a news article about the story, and they actually, it was said that they actually charged her. Well, I was fixing to say, if she knew he was there and lied. Because she knew and lied to police. Yeah. Yeah. Harboring or something like that. What a dumbass. I know. Idiots, right? Mm. So that kind of sets the theme of what we're going to be talking about. That's a good start. However, that's just light. So the next one, this is in Long Island, 26-year-old female... Her name is Ariel. I don't, I'm not going to, I don't want to really say anybody's last name. Okay. All right. So her name is Ariel. So she had actually been pulled over and she was given a charge, a misdemeanor charge of possession of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And so she was actually, uh, she had a court summons to appear in court. Now she was on her way to court. According to police, Ariel rolls up to the station and goes right into the where the parking spaces are for the for the court and stuff. She cut off an undercover cop because she was talking on her cell phone. Oh God! Parking in a specific parking place that was marked police department parking only had a sign there and everything. She's showing up because she has a summons to appear for drug possession. Uh, so when she's approached. She basically rolls down her window, and a puff of smoke <laughs> rolls out, and it's marijuana smoke. So oh. she's charged with a second charge of possession of marijuana, and uh, I'm sure they probably could have gotten her for, you know, probably driving while intoxicated or driving I'm under sure. the influence. I mean, I, and I don't know. It didn't go into it, but that was just like, are you kidding me? You're driving to court for possession of mar- right. marijuana. You cut off an undercover police officer, which, no, she probably didn't know. But she's talking she on her phone. She probably wasn't paying attention. Probably wasn't paying it. She was on her phone. And didn't give a shit. And then parks in a PD-only parking space. She was just asking for it. I know. And then when she's approached, rolls down her window, poof. I mean, I'm Can not I against I'm not against anybody that smokes weed. Right, I mean, yeah. more power to you. But if you're going to court for for weed possession. Right. Don't take it with you mm. and don't get caught smoking it. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So again, mm. idiot. All right, we're gonna switch gears and go to Virginia. 
think I showed you this. Yeah, that guy looks like a douchebag. Yeah, there's a picture of this guy, and that's not good for podcasting. But this happened in March. It was in uh, Winchester, Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. Oh. Uh, there was a man. A man. A 31-year-old man. His name is Jeremy. He, he dressed looks like a Jeremy. You think so? Yeah. Well, maybe we'll post this picture. You need. You for really the, should for the post podcast. this picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is. I, I believe this is his mugshot. Oh God. Yeah, I believe this is his mugshot. Then you should definitely post the yeah. picture. Okay. Uh, he dressed up one day in March. By the way, this is not October. This is March as the Joker. And to be a little bit more specific with that, because there's several Jokers out there. This is the Heath Ledger mm. Dark Knight version right of the joker which is to me and and i've seen pretty much all the batmans this is the probably the scariest joker heath ledger did did an did, amazing yes job. yeah uh god rest his soul uh he did an amazing job which a lot of people speculate was his downfall because he got too engrossed into the character i don't know about that i don't know but he did do a great job. Anyway, that's that's what this guy's dressed up as. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, police say that he was also walking around with a big sword. Oh, my God. <laughs> Obviously, people are looking around. They're seeing it, and they're like, this son of a bitch is crazy. So they call the police. Uh, they show up, and, uh, you know, they're talking to this guy. And they actually do charge him. I did not know this, and it may be, it may be a thing in other states too. It is a crime to wear a mask in the state of Virginia. Really? Yes. Even during Halloween. It is a crime. It is against the law to cover up your identity in the state of Virginia. I wonder if that's because that's where DC is, or like close, close to, to there. It. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that's what they arrested. They actually did arrest him. But he's not Um, wearing a mask. He's he's got makeup. He is uh, concealing his identity is is the charge. Well, I don't know. That makeup might have made him look better. But that's what I'm saying. They didn't arrest him for the sword. Yeah, I would think that he would have been arrested for the sword. I forgot you said he had a sword. Like, (laughs) yeah. But uh, he, they did not arrest him for the sword. They were, uh, they arrested him for wearing a mask to conceal his identity. Uh, this is it's illegal in Virginia, in Virginia for that. So now I, he apparently he wasn't belligerent or anything like that. I would assume because uh, they probably would have gotten him on some other charges. But they did arrest him for concealment of identity. Isn't that crazy? Because his face will hurt you worse than he, that sword, right? And he he did. It was, it was his face was painted up just like Heath Ledger's was in the movie yeah. Dark Knight. And so, I'm maybe maybe we do put this picture on. I don't know. What do you think? I think you need to. Okay, all right. Because he's pretty scary looking. He is scary yeah, looking. He is. So another idiot. Yeah, but <laughs> I gotta say that law is kind of. I know it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Idiotic, also. And like I said, it may be like that in other states. I don't know. Right. I just don't know. Now, this one, we're kind of, we're ramping up here. This one you may have heard of before. I don't know. So this is a story about a man named Donald in Lima, Ohio. Police were looking for this guy. He was wanted 
there was a I'm, I'm assuming a bench warrant it was a failure to appear warrant for his arrest and so what police did is they actually posted his mugshot on their facebook page i think i heard of this but continue <laughs> to just try to see if they can get his picture out there to see if somebody could find him right you know and stuff or something you know well this fool he did not agree with the picture that they posted so he takes a well taken selfie of himself and he sends it to the police and told them to use that one and said uh, i do not like the picture that you used use this one and i seen this story yeah and did you see his selfie that he took and sent to him oh yeah i was like that's, it's yeah i was like oh, that that's really not an improvement right well <laughs> So uh, he actually was was uh, went on to a radio station at some point, and uh, they had him on. Uh, it was uh, 104.9 The Eagle. It was their segment that was called Idiot of the Day. Donald, who said uh, he was born and raised in Lima, quoted on the show, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out there that had me looking like I was a Thundercat or somebody, man. I didn't get a Thundercat vibe from the picture they posted. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I didn't. So he called a radio show and was complaining about it? Yeah. Yeah, he was complaining about I it. Mean, but but he, did, he did send them that selfie. He is like really begging for the cops to just come pick him up. Right. They right. need to before he hurts himself. Yeah. Because he's, he's, and I don't mean hurt himself like mentally. I mean like hurt yeah. himself because he's just stupid. Right. Well, it's funny because my understanding is the radio show was in Century, Florida, and they figured out that that's where he was, was in Florida from Ohio. And they tracked him down, and they found him, and they arrested him. Mm, mm, mm. Right. Did he try and, and, like, request the color of jail uniform he needed to wear? <laughs> no. I, I don't know. It's so stupid. So, another idiot. He probably did a photo shoot when they did his mugshot that time. <laughs> he probably did. So this next one, again, has to do with social, some type of social media. So Do people just lose brain cells when they use social media? I, I guess. I guess so. So we're going to say Mr. Christopher here. He's 24 years old. He was wanted. He was being uh, sought by police for burglary at a sporting camp in the nearby area. Now, they had an idea. They, they kind of knew who this was because this dumbass posted it on social media. So the, when, they, when they figured out who it was, they also figured out where he was and where he lived. So what did he post on social media? Just saying, hey, I robbed this place or... A picture of all the stuff he stole. I'm sorry, no. That's not how they found out who robbed, who burglarized the place. They figured that out through real detective work. And then they figured Good for out. Them. Yeah, right. But once they figured out who it was, they figured out where he was. Gotcha. Okay. So then they go to the place where he's at, the house, and they did not find him. But he did post on social media, on Snapchat, that he hid from police. At that house? At that house. Oh, that he God. was there when they were in there. Okay? 
So police go, they, they're looking, they cannot find anything and stuff like this. And so this fool posts on Snapchat that, hi, hi, I got away, you know, I hid in the cabinets, blah, 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 blah. Somebody that's on his Snapchat basically turns his ass in <laughs> and says, y'all need to check them cabinets. Uh-huh. So police go back to the house. And they start looking everywhere, and they check these cabinets, and they, they're looking in this bottom cabinet, and they see just the normal stuff. You know, they see pots, and they see pans, and they see feet, and they see... <laughs> ja- Wait, feet? <laughs> they drag his ass out of the bottom cabinet. I was going to say, there's always feet in our bottom cabinets. Yeah, always. Always. Yeah, always. We, you know, got them in at the upper cabinets, too. So, can't have too many feet. That's right. They drug his ass out and they arrested him. Another idiot. I'm telling you, you can't make this shit up. This was on newspapers.com. March 24th of 2015. This is the Sun Journal. That, and he must have really pissed his friend off for his friend to snitch. The friend was like, okay, I got you. Right, yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go from there all the way over to Ridgecrest, California, an attempted robbery at a home. The man Keith he went to break into this home by climbing through the chimney. Oh, what? Yeah, look, folks, and this goes for really because anybody that's around our age is gonna know this already. Okay. If you if you think that you can get into a house through a chimney, you are sadly mistaken. Only Santa Claus and Krampus can and do that. Krampus, yeah, and they do it by magic, right? <laughs> okay, they don't. <laughs> We're not magical, you know? right? So uh, you cannot fit through a chimney. A chimney's hole, the flue, is not very big at all. Okay, don't think for one second that you're going to just shimmy down a chimney into somebody's house. And, and the other thing is, is, uh, you know, they have dampers. Let, let me just, you know, a little reality for you here. What do you think happens when it rains and a chimney's just wide open and it's got no dampers or anything like that? Then the rain would come in the house. Exactly. They have dampers. They're small. So anyway, you cannot get into a house through a chimney. Yeah, and I would think the dampers would also help to keep the critters out. Sure. Yep. Birds. Birds. Yep. That's right. Bats. I've I've had a chimney before. We do, you do get ch- uh, birds in your chimney. However, the damper sometimes deters them from getting in your house. They can oh, get in your chimney, but not your house. I wish a raccoon would. Well, we don't have a chimney because we have a gas burning yeah, we have a gas place. Burning. Yeah. I wish a raccoon would climb down the chimney if we had one. Why? Because I want a pet raccoon. That's not how you get one. I know. <laughs> it was a thought. <laughs> he got stuck. Imagine that. But, wait a minute. He's got a partner with him. A female partner, oh, to God. be exact. And she didn't try and tell him, hey, I think this is a stupid idea. Well, she's a fucking idiot, too. So, her big grand plan to get him out of there is to break into the house another way to get him out. Well, doing that, she set the home's burglar alarm off. And she figures it out. She's not going to be able to help him. So she does the next best thing. She left? 
she calls the police. Oh, God. And then she leaves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, firefighters obviously had to show up. They had to literally pry him out of the chimney. Going up, by the way. Not going down. But it's his mugshot. Do you have it? I do. Oh, my goodness. So, and we may post this one. Yeah. You know, too. Maybe a side-by-side. He don't look happy. He's not happy. (laughs) Um, He is soot-covered all over his face. He looks like one of the little kids from Oliver Twist. Please, sir, can I have some more? You know, I've never seen that. Oh, well, sorry. They're like dirty-faced kids. Uh Okay. That's what he looks like. So, anyway, don't try to break into somebody's house by the chimney. Just don't do that. No. Just don't break into somebody's house. I was going to say, just don't do that, period. Get a fucking job. Yes. All right. We're fixing to ramp up here. Ready? Yes. Here we go. In Chicago, a 19-year-old, we're going to call him Terry. Terry? Uh, He actually tried to rob, or actually did rob, a hot dog stand with a gun. Was it for the money or for the hot dogs? It was It was for the money. Okay. It was for the money, yep. He snatched just a little bit of cash. This happened really early in the morning. That's kind of crazy. 6 a.m., a hot dog stand open at 6 a.m.? Well, it is Chicago. Yeah. I mean, Chicago dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume that it's probably there like 24 hours and like the workers just yeah. do shifts. Yeah. Well, he grabbed the cash and he turned and he ran. And his gun accidentally went off and discharged, and he shot his dick off. (gasps) For real? He did. Oh. He shot his dick off. Wow. Maybe he shouldn't have robbed a a hot dog stand. That's ironic, isn't it? I was just fixing to say that. Yeah. It's ironic. Maybe he needs to go back and rob one of the weenies, and they can sew that on. (laughs) Dumb shit. He was taken to the hospital. Obviously, they they had to do some... uh, did they sew it back on? Did I'm, they do I, like a John Bobbitt I, on him? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I was not going to look any further into I, that. I understand. You know what I mean? You dumb shit. He had a Franken dick. <laughs> God dang it. Wow. That's just another idiot. This one? Uh-huh. This one's just funny. Sean... 24 years old. He's a resident of Kansas City. He was uh, riding in a car. Police pulled him over, and they found some drugs, and they found a couple of guns. So he was obviously handcuffed and taken to the police station for some questioning. Detectives asked Sean about his, uh, basically, what's your address? And the detective said, quote, he, um leaned to one side of his chair and released a loud fart before answering with the address. No, he didn't. Yeah. Nasty bastard. The detective said the barrage of farts continued, (gasps) and according to that detective, he continued to be flagellant. So I I just had to end the interview, and they sent him home. They sent him home? Yeah. (laughs) They said, you ain't spreading that funk around here. 
apparently the detective just couldn't take it anymore. Wow. I mean, that sounds That's like something bad. our little boys would do. Oh, yeah, would for do sure. Would do it and laugh. For sure. Absolutely. So he was he was not charged. Okay. However, two months later, oh. he was pulled over again, and they found some crack and a stolen gun in the car. I know they weren't surprised. They were not surprised, and this time his farts were not going to get him out of it. So he was arrested at that time. And Did he attempt to do that again? I don't I don't know. I didn't get the report that second time. Oh, okay, because my, my thing is, is if he was doing that on purpose, it's man, like right. he probably should have shit himself. Yeah, I know. Nasty. So... Uh, we got a couple more here, and uh, we're going to go now to, this was actually a Fox News story. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that actually the Rolling Stone had. But anyway, it's, it originated as a Fox News story. So we're going to go to, um, it says Marion County. I believe that this was in, in uh, Florida, in uh, Marion County. There was, uh, I again, I, I don't want to say the guy's last name but if i give you his first name you're gonna know i mean people are gonna know exactly because he has a very we're just gonna call him pat he's got a very recognizable first name uh he's 26 years old he was pulled over for speeding in uh very earlier hours of the morning on a saturday now this is all was posted on the police's facebook page so during the stop the officers uh, smelled marijuana. Um, when they searched, they also found methamphetamines, Ooh. crack rock, Ooh. and heroin. He was wilding. Uh, they found a scale um, that was also recovered in the vehicle. Oh, so he was a dealer. Well, possibly so. I'm not going to, uh, you know, You're allegedly. You're not going to speculate. Right, exactly. I will. So um, that he was carrying, they also said that he was carrying a small amount of marijuana and a large amount of currency on his person. So they arrested him. They brought him to the Marion County Jail. But when they got there, they said that the money had gone missing. So he basically said, "Please, you've already, you took it. You took the money from it. You, you collected everything." And they were like, um, "No, no, no, we didn't." They knew that that wasn't true uh, because. They, I mean, obviously, they collected the drugs, mm -hmm. but they knew that they, they didn't collect the money. Well, they started kind of seeing something that struck them as odd. They observed $20 bills falling from his buttocks area. Oh, no. In a process, cops called, quote, necessary but undesirable for everyone involved, they found $1,090 of U.S. currency hidden in Pat's rectum. Oh. Oh. What did they do with the money after that? Did they put it back in circulation? Very funny that you bring that up. So they, they posted all of this on Facebook and said that the Facebook post went on to apologize to wonderful cashiers in marion county uh writing that they would understand if cash handlers chose to use gloves <gasps> so they were going to put it back in circulation yes oh my god yeah somebody got some booty money i know but i mean he just he's 
stuck it up his booty. But really, in all actuality, I mean, people go to strip clubs and, you know, I mean, give the strippers money, like tuck it in. Sure, but not up in. Oh, older women, like stick it under their boob. Yeah, but again. So you got boob sweat on it. Okay, but you don't poop from your boob. <laughs> if you do, you got problems. You got problems. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's so, no telling how many oh, I know. monies I, we've you, touched with. Yeah, I know. Booty I, money. I don't even want to think about it. Booty money. Police added that there was a seven-month-old child in the front passenger seat <gasps> of Pat's car when he was arrested. Uh, Pat was charged with smuggling contraband into a detention facility, obviously. Yeah. Trafficking methamphetamine trafficking heroin possession of cocaine with the intent to sell manufacture or deliver possession of marijuana and possession of drug equipment that's a lot of felony charges he went in charge with child endangerment um no well i guess i mean with all the rest of the other stuff i mean they, he's he's looking at time. serious time yeah i'm talking lifetime stuff another idiot yeah that that was yeah because, I mean, what was he going to do with the money when he got in prison? I don't know. Maybe, the, you know, he just didn't want them to take it. Or he already had his plan on how he was going to get his knacks. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I guess. Last story. And we'll wrap this up. I want to talk about a man. And I'm, I'm actually going to I'm gonna use this man's name. Um, his name is Edward Blaine. So, back in 1963, I believe it was, Edward Blaine was 21 years old, and FBI agents arrested him. Now, he's a former soldier. He was in the Army. Oh. But they, uh, he was arrested by FBI agents uh, for armed robbery of the first Harford Federal Savings and Loan Association in Aberdeen, Maryland. So he was charged with armed robbery. He stole $556 from the savings and loan there in Aberdeen. So he was arrested. He was um, picked up at his home. He was charged and held on bail on $10,000 bail. And then he was, uh, went to court and he was sentenced. And he went to prison for 20 some odd years. Wow. Yeah. 20 some odd years over 500 dollars. over 556 dollars. Mm. so this man was um was released from prison and in 2003 though this fucker would be at it again he didn't learn his lesson you know i am doing that special episode on prisons right you know i i did do a case and you and I got into a discussion about prison reform or prisoner reform and who can be and who can't be and things. So this guy was in the military. He was arrested for bank robbery. He did 20 years, 20 plus years in prison and he got released. And in 2003, this dumbass. Now I want to go through his planning. His planning was now this is 2003. His planning was, I'm going to park my getaway car right here. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to get this money. I'm gonna, I got a gun on me. They're going to give me this money. I'm going to run out. I'm going to jump in my getaway car, and I'm just going to speed off, and I'm going to 
you know, you're not going to get me, copper, and, you know, I'm just going to evade police. So this is how it actually went down. He <laughs> did have the car. He goes into the bank, and he holds the teller up, mm -hmm. and he does grab thousands of dollars. However, he does not have a bag to put it in. So he is running out of the bank trying to stuff all this money in his pockets, obviously leaving a trail of $100 bills as he's running out the door and down the, the street, heading to his getaway car. He gets there and realizes he's locked the fucking keys <laughs> in the car. Uh -uh. So he grabs a piece of wood that is nearby and starts to try to knock the window out, and that doesn't work. Well, bystanders in the area notice what the hell is going on, and they start to kind of approach him, and he takes off running, and they pursue. Now, these are bystanders, not cops and not bank employees. These are innocent bystanders. They do catch up to him, and he turns and tries to pull his gun out of his pocket, and it goes off, and he shoots himself in the fucking leg. Oh, wow. Now, I just don't understand people. I don't. The crime life was not about him. No, it was not. He mm -mm. still tries to pull his gun out, and he still tries to shoot the bystanders. Well, lo and behold, as is with the year 2022, most people, if you try to pull a gun out on them, they're going to have a gun of their own. Well, one of the bystanders did, and he does see that the guy is trying to pull his gun out to shoot him. So he pulls his own gun, and he shoots the guy in his other leg. <laughs> God. This guy's not having a good day. He, uh-uh. Police do show up, and they get him, and he is in jail. I mean, I this was in Caroline County, Virginia. Basically, he struggled with the guys. The guy, you know, he shot. He shot himself, and then the other guy shot him and stuff. He does go to a hospital in uh, Richmond. He only has to spend one night there, and uh, then he goes and he goes to jail, and he's sentenced you know and stuff and it's you know for armed robbery again well this time he's probably not going to get out well i was going to say if he was wearing a mask he would have got arrested for the mask <laughs> yeah, and not the I, bank robbery right <laughs> back to one of the earlier stories you're right and then you know he can be out again and maybe he can perfect yeah his robbery tactics right he's well he's probably not going to get out again no so and he don't need to yeah i he, know mm -mm. so that's my last idiot Wow. That's my last one that I had. And look, there's there's a, there's several more, but I, I'll just... Save them for another <laughs> save episode. Save them for another episode. There's a lot of these out there. Oh, yeah. I figured that, you know, this is true crime. It is true crime. These are true stories of shit that happened to people and how idiots out there have tried to get away and, and tried to do a shortcut in life, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, just didn't work out for them. No. You know, you try to do bad things, you're going to have bad things happen to you. That's right. Karma. You can call it karma. You can call it divine intervention. You can call it whatever you want to. But these are just some of the idiots out there that... They walk among us. That do walk among us, unfortunately. Yeah. So... We, uh, we're probably going to do another one of these. And we should. Special edition, Criminally yeah. Disturbed. So 
uh, I know that you're working on another regular case, mm -hmm. and we're going to get that thing uploaded. we got some other ones we have to get uh, edited and uploaded. And thank you guys for listening all the way to the end. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. And keep your eyes and ears open for another episode of Criminally Disturbed True Crime Short Stories. Bye. Bye.